Hi everyone, it's Joyce. I just wanted to say that I hope you're keeping safe, healthy, and hanging in there. Sending love your way and my thoughts are with you. This is a really interesting time for folks to have the opportunity to, to kind of recalibrate and reassess, like, am I happy at work? Like, am I happy with what I'm doing outside of work? And maybe if it's hard to actually put your finger on, like, what is the one thing that's making me happy is kind of reverse engineer the question is, what is not making me happy? Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, welcome to Hello Beauty. I'm your host, Joyce Platon, and today's special guest, Matt Molinette. Matt is the co-founder and CEO at Huron. Huron is a men's skincare brand that is high-performing, quality, efficacious, and at a price point that doesn't break the bank. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Matt. Hey, Joyce. Thanks so much for having us. Of course. Yeah, so Huron does such a great job in making skincare accessible and approachable to men. So what sparked you in starting this brand? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for me personally, it really kind of dates back to my days as a teenager. I mean, I was just, you know, for, for better or for worse, the kid that grew up with bad skin. So I had really tried everything, ranging from products you'd buy on shelf at a CVS or a Walgreens to going the more prescription route from, you know, a dermatologist and trying some of those prescribed products. I think for me, what ultimately seemed to work the best and the products that I felt the best about, you know, was kind of like the third leg of the stool, which I hadn't really explored. Um, which is kind of dipping my toes into the prestige beauty care, if you will. So kind of the more higher end brands um, and ended up kind of walking into a store one day in San Francisco and buying a few products. And those products seemed to work for me. And I think that was kind of the light bulb moment, which was, you know, I really like the end result of these products, but I'm really not comfortable paying the price points that these products are offered at, nor do I know many guys that are, nor does this brand really resonate with me as a consumer. So the thought was, could we create a brand that offered products that looked, felt, acted, performed, like some of these more higher end brands, but delivered those products at a price point that made sense. I think it's like, it really goes to show that whatever the case is, men or women, it's like there is a connection between like self-esteem and even just like your outward appearance. It's not even about vanity anymore, right? Totally, totally. I mean, I think, you know, gone are the days where it's like, cool to wear the same shirt three days in a row just like gone are the days where it's kind of not cool to like not wash your face right so I think <laughs> there's this increased awareness or consciousness around I should be taking better care of myself I oftentimes think that guys kind of pass off as maybe being like oh that's not for me or you know that's not a practice that guys should be doing it's almost like an a discomfort level or just an uncertainty around I know I should be doing something, but I don't know where to go. And like, I can only steal my girlfriend's super expensive face moisturizer like so many times before I'm going to get caught. Um, but like, what if there was a brand that actually like spoke to that consumer? And I think that's kind of what Huron aspires to be, which is we're going to create amazing products and deliver them at a price point that makes sense, but also through the means of a brand that also communicates and kind of speaks the way that this guy wants to be in conversation with. So when we think about all of our outreach efforts or even sparking communication with this guy or conversation with this guy, it's very colloquial. It's very relatable. You know, we, on, we answer our CX tickets with like emojis and like fist bump and like it's meant to be very welcome, welcoming, inviting uh, for a category that historically has not been. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of our customers are starting to resonate positively with that. 
No, I didn't look at your website. It's actually very user-friendly. It's very fun. Even me, I was like, I ended up just pouring over it and staying in it. All the images are great. It's very straightforward. And I like how you guys are also transparent with your ingredients list. So I've also noticed one thing that your whole range, um, it's all about invigorating and about waking up the skin. So, and I've also noticed that when I've asked men in my life, you know, with my brothers, my friends, they do enjoy it when the ingredients have some sort of like a wake me up feel. Can you talk more about this? Like, you know, more like delving more into like the psyche of like the men, why they like this invigorating feeling in the skincare brand. Sure. I mean, I think really from time zero, how we thought about the product formulation is we really wanted to create this sensorial response, right? Which is, I like the way this product smells, or I like the way this product feels on my skin. You know, I thought for us, you know, in, in building an assortment that was going to be 100% clean, vegan, cruelty-free, the whole nine, we had to get guys to understand what they were paying for, right? And what they were buying into. Um, you know, if it was a translucent gel that ha was completely fragrance-free and had no afterfeel, guys would be like, well, why am I paying up for this? I'm just gonna continue to use Old Spice because I like the smell. Um, you know, we, we wanted to play off some of those sensorial notes or those experiential factors that for better or for worse, you know, guys have been kind of conditioned to over time, whether it's responding to fragrance or whether it's responding to feel the skin after the use of the product. Um, and I think anecdotally, that's a lot of the positive feedback we get, which is I love the way how this smells. or I love after I shower, how the body wash is so moisturizing. I don't even feel the need to use lotion after I shower. So We've really tried to bake in a lot of those experiential elements into the assortment, um, really from, from, uh, from day one. Yeah, no, I love it. I understand you have a background in finance and also the brand side and the consumer industry and including a startup like Bonobos. How did this background shape Huron's brand mission? Yeah, good question. Um, twofold, I mean, I think kind of as a, as a former uh, recovering financier, uh, <laughs> You know, what, what that experience really taught me is kind of the X's and O's of business, you know, how to think about margin structure and price points and wholesale relationships and working capital and a lot of boring stuff that no one really wants to think about. But at the end of the day, it's kind of how you operate the business, right? Um, and when I was at Bonobos and kind of had a number of, of mentors who uh, either worked directly at Bonobos or kind of worked tangentially in other spheres, that kind of finance skill set was a common thread throughout. So, I, you know, early in my career, I was like, wow, like if there's one common factor between a lot of these mentors that I have, it's the fact they have this really solidified financial uh, base. So that's kind of like, wow, like I should be pursuing something like this so that at some point when I'm ready to kind of walk the plank, so to speak, um, you know, I'll feel ready to go from a business analysis standpoint. Um, and then secondly, on the, on the Bonobo side, you know, recalling the days when we were sitting as a group of six in a studio apartment in New York, I think what was always the North Star was the customer. And customer experience was so heavily um, influenced by, you know, the messaging that we were um, conveying and thinking about how the product was meant for this guy and how do we storytell. But really the notion of putting him or her first was something that was ingrained into my brain from that experience. I'm just like forever grateful for that because I think that you know, customer experience, you know, a lot of brands like to tout that and say like, oh yeah, our CX is great. And we have like really great relationships with our customers. But like, what, what does that mean? Um, you know, I have the fortune of like answering tickets throughout the day and I'm totally fine with leaning in with my own personal experience, right? Like 
here's why I use this face wash and here's why I'm so excited about it. And here's what I've learned in using 50,000 other face washes along the way. And I think having that level of transparency, but also that level of empathy um, has really served us well kind of the, the first nine months of being in business. You know how like men are and how they are with skincare. You're like, just give it to me. Not too much like froofy here and there type of like roundabouts. I love how it says dime size squeeze or something, you know, right. like this is how much you put and that's just how we use it. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That was a fun part of the creative process. We're like, well, what if we actually tell guys like how much to use? Um, yeah. And we kind of went through some iterations of, you know, should we put like about 75 showers on the bottle? But then it's like, well, how do you divvy up 175th of this product? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was fun because, you know, it, it's, it's, it, again, another way of communicating empathy and relatability to this customer, which is, you know, we understand that we may be a few more dollars than what you're currently buying. Or on the flip side, we can be a third of maybe what you're currently buying and still just as good of a premium quality product, if not better. Um, but you don't need a lot of it for this to work. Um, you know, it's meant to be jam packed with super amazing, multidimensional, high performing ingredients, um, such that you don't need to, you know, uh, pour a ton of product into your hand for this product to, to really take effect. Um, so it's just another angle for us to be kind of transparent and empathetic to this customer. No, it's super fun. I love it. Um, I understand you guys have four products right now, face wash, face lotion, body wash, and the eye stick. I know men are all about like, I mean, not all of them, but even, you know, some women, I'm all about the multitasking all-in-one products. Why did you not start with the all-in-one product and start with these four? Yeah, good question. I mean, I, I think for us, there's certainly an element of convenience for having one product that does 11 different things. <laughs> um, but it's also weird to have one product do 11 different things, right? And I think for us, what we really wanted to focus on is let's create the best line of basics right? These products are simple. They're not basic, right? So it's not just your stripped down body wash that we can sell at X price point and make a tremendous margin on, but we really built all of our formulas for the ground up to say, how do you want the skin to be felt like after you step out of the shower? So like, that's an element. What do we want the fragrance to be in? You know, what are the properties that we're super excited about? So for instance, we have witch hazel in our body wash, which is actually pretty rare in body wash. But witch hazel is tremendous in the category of deodorizing. So we can make deodorizing claims for the body wash. So what we really try to do is break down these products individually and say, like, what can we do to kind of push the needle of what's currently offered in market um, and do something a little bit different? And we felt that our best foot forward in that regards was to actually create dedicated products versus some, you know, more, more combo product that just didn't really feel right for what we were trying to do as a brand, which was kind of get this guy to better take care of the guy in the mirror, right? To care a little bit more, to put a little bit more thought around how he's taking care of himself. Um, and again, we thought kind of the dedicated product line was the best way to do that. Yeah, no, that's great. It's also interesting how you added an eye stick to your you know, whole range. Why is that? Why did you actually include an eye stick? Yeah, good question. Um, so even kind of dating back to before we ultimately launched Huron, uh, in November of 2017, we launched a survey to about 2,000 guys to kind of better understand just broader consumer behavior and purchasing behavior. So questions like, you know, which brands you currently buy, which products do you currently use, which price points are you comfortable paying? Do you buy on Amazon? Does someone buy on your behalf? All those data points. And then we actually launched a fake brand. So in January of 2018, we actually built and launched an entire fake brand with a number of different product pages. 
and just kind of took a step back and said, you know, how are these customers going to transact? And what are the products that they're naturally going to gravitate towards? Um, and then we'll kind of say, you know, okay, here's the, the natural tail off point. This will be our initial assortment. And I think one of the things that guys in general were really attracted to was the notion of an, an eye product or a serum. Oh, really? The, yeah. The stick, how the stick kind of came about was, you know, guys can be uh, uh, interesting creatures sometimes. And like, you're at your cleanest, right? When you first step out of the shower in the morning. So the la once you start touching things, you're only bringing germs to your skin, to your hands, et cetera. And the last thing you then want to do is touch your face or especially the under eye area, which is an incredibly sensitive area, sensitive area of the skin. So like, okay, well, let's have like a, a hands-free applicator almost. And then that's kind of how the, the stick came about. But um, yeah, the notion of kind of eye treatment or eye, an eye serum was something that a lot of the the customers that we pulled through our survey, but also that examined, um, you know, kind of our initial line through this, through this brand exercise, this fake brand exercise, uh, as a product they naturally gravitated towards. Oh, that's interesting. Cause I'm, you know, usually you would think like an eye, uh, eye product would be more of a luxury, right? Yeah. That's interesting. Totally. Totally. And I think for us, what was really important when we were configuring this launch assortment, um, it was kind of twofold. One, we wanted to have kind of a lure product, right? Like what is a product that we can make that guys in theory are using every day so that the learning curve isn't steep so that they can probably switch from A to B pretty easily. And that's what we felt our body wash kind of served as, right? Like so let's hope most everyone's using some sort of soap, body wash, something every day. So they're kind of familiar with what, what is good, what is not so good, what are the experiences they should be looking out for, et cetera. I think then what the eye stick was a test for, and it's proven to actually be you know, uh, quite profound, is can we actually lean into more novel products that may not be part of this guy's routine today? Um, or maybe he's never even heard of this product at all, but with compelling claims around um, you know, hydrating the skin under eye, or you know, like look less tired, you know, things like that. Like everyone can relate to pulling an all-nighter at work or maybe having a young one who's been up all night and like, wow, you wake up in the morning, you're like, wow, like I do not look fantastic right now. And I have a full day of Zoom calls. Um, so, you know, products like that, again, we're able to kind of leverage our relatable tone of voice as a brand and then kind of sell him or at least educate him on like why this would be a product that would make sense for his current day-to-day -day routine. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned earlier, I was pouring over your website and the ingredients are really fantastic and I love how it's very clean. It actually was kind of intriguing and compelled me to want to use it. I feel like, I think it's not only just for men, right? Totally, totally. And I think, again, one of the, the key factors in the early brand creation exercise was how do we, how do we invite her into the brand as well? Um, because in 2020, I mean, oftentimes the, the woman in the household is buying almost everything for herself, for him, for the family. Um, and, but also like, how could we leverage her to get to him through whether it's brother, cousin, coworker, et cetera. So we wanted to create a brand, a tone of voice, a narrative that would certainly resonate with her, but it would also resonate with him. And I think what we've seen to date is an interesting exercise around turning the female buyer um, from a customer into a consumer and not only maybe buying for him, but maybe even buying for herself. And I would say with, pretty consistent frequency, we get a number of, of inbounds being like, hey, this is not a product just for guys. Like, I love the face wash. And it's like, that's yeah. amazing because there are so many brands targeting the female buyer. Um, 
and to know that we're resonating with her, but also she's willing to use our products is, is pretty awesome. Yeah, um, as I mentioned earlier, I love how it's very straightforward because sometimes in our industry, we there's so much analysis paralysis. We're like, oh, sure. this package is so cute. Now I want this. Oh, but this other one, this other brand does this. So I don't know which one to get now. But I think with you, with Huron, what I love about it, it's straightforward. The packaging is also very clean, but fun and inviting where you're like, okay, no BS. I'm just going to get this. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. And I feel like even just the things that it hits, the um, the skin issues that it hits, I was like, oh, I feel like I have those skin issues. So might as well just get this. And then, I mean, we, my boyfriend and I, or like my friend and I can like share my roommate, you know, this is like sure. win-win for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, part of kind of the narrative or the speak here was like, let's make this as digestible as possible. Right. I, you know, I think if you look at maybe even some of the premium brands that, um, uh, that sell products to both men and women, I, a lot of the packaging can just be confusing, right? It's like, wow, I need like one, a magnifying glass to read all this. And two, I don't know what 80% of this stuff even means. And I think for us, like you, you alluded to this on the website, but maybe for the more educated consumer who actually wants to dig and understand what are the exfoliates that we use in our face wash, there's an opportunity to learn. And that's all incorporated in the ingredients and how we thought about that process, et cetera. But if you're someone who's never used face wash in your life before, like you may not even know what exfoliate is. So it's like, just tell me what this product does and the after effect that I should be feeling from this product. And yeah, the brand resonates and the price point makes sense. I'm willing to give this a try. So again, really this, this website and this kind of customer experience is really predicated around this notion of relatability. And we didn't want to seem or sound like a brand that was high and mighty above any consumer, nor do we feel like we should be hamstringing ourselves like, oh, let's not put that because that's not our, that's not our customer. No, there are actually a lot of customers who are very well educated in the space and want to understand what are the products that are in the face lotion or what are the ingredients that make the face wash A plus. So I think being able to kind of service both end of the ends of that spectrum is super important. Yeah. And I love how the branding, it doesn't limit to a certain age demographic. So I feel oh, like right. it spans from like, you know, teenagers or first time like users to like, even like, up to like yuppies to like older men. So I love that. Yeah, I think one of the taglines that we were excited early on in kind of the, the brand development process was this notion of A plus personal care for guys everywhere. And when you look at everywhere, like what does that mean? And I think for us, what was really exciting in the first 30 days of being in business, we had shipped product to 41 different states. And when you say like, well, how do you know if you're reaching everywhere? Like I thought that was a, you know, a pretty good validation point. Um, you know, we have a customer who's 12 years old who has eczema in rural Kentucky, and we have a guy who's 78 in San Francisco who's been buying, um, called a, an on-shelf incumbent for four decades, right? So I think when you talk about that breadth of customer spectrum, um, you know, I think that's something that's very, very interesting for us and in our ability to kind of speak to a wide, uh, a wide audience. Yeah, amazing. So we are experiencing a crisis right now with COVID-19. Um, how are you leading as a CEO and what are you learning? Yeah, I mean, these are pr pretty crazy and uncertain times. I'm, I'm sure we can all relate to. Um, you know, I think for us, we're really just heads down and really trying to take things one day at a time. I think one of the things that we're most proud of is mid-March when things were really starting to get kind of gloom, especially in New York, um, is we decided to make a pretty uh, strong offer in terms of we were giving 40% of our sales to Feeding America. Um, so we did wow. that for a number of weeks and we, we ratcheted down the percentage a little bit, but we're still contributing off every order. Um, but we wanted to make a pretty impactful um, donation, but also just kind of uh, 
you know, stance that we were here to give back, not only help our customers in ways that we can um, help them think about their self-care and wellness routine, but also help out for organizations and charities that made a lot of sense for us personally. Um, and Feeding America was certainly one of those. So really excited and proud of our team for kind of hopping on that as an, as an early opportunity. Um, I think secondly, you know, look, like we're, we're super grateful to be in a position that we're in because obviously kind of the, the broader personal care and self-care industry is experiencing a little bit of a tailwind right now as kind of people reflect on what they can be better doing in terms of hygiene or cleanliness or self-care. Um, you know, and we're not blind to the fact that there are some brands who unfortunately won't survive this time. So we're, we're very grateful for that. And we're just trying to take things one day at a time. Yeah. How do you stay calm and professional during a stressful work day and even during these times? Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting question. Uh, I think for me, I, I really rely pretty heavily on routine and consistency. So I'm kind of an early bird, so I'm up early most mornings, and I try and get some sort of exercise in every morning, whether it's a run outside or we have a rooftop at our building, so I'll go on the roof and do something, but something just to kind of, kind of set the day and establish a refresh for me is super, super important. Um, and then from there, it's kind of, you know, let's see what happens today. You know, yeah. being in a startup that's nine months old, obviously in, in a very weird economic environment, you really have no idea what's going to happen over the course of the day, which is ex exciting, exhilarating, frustrating all over the place, kind of a whirlwind of emotions. Um, but for me, kind of that consistency of an outlet of, of doing something active in the mornings has been something that I've been pretty heavily reliant upon. Yeah. So even on the weekends, you're an early bird. Yeah. Um, like for instance, 5 a.m. I was up, what's up today. Oh, really? Uh, um, and then you sleep at what time? Like by nine or? Usually if I can get in bed for like 11, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But yeah, I no alarm clock, nothing. I'm, my body's kind oh. of uh, hardwired at this point, but I like it. I get a lot done before most of the world is up. So. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Yeah, um, you know, I think for me, kind of the notion of beauty within really equates kind of happiness and fulfillment. And it's, you know, maybe a little bit of a cliche answer, but, um, you know, beauty within is paramount. And, you know, if you're not looking out for yourself, there's really no one else who's going to necessarily be looking out for you. So you really have to, especially in these times, kind of put yourself first and say, you know, how am I doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Like, am I happy? Like, am I being challenged? Like, what's working? What's not working? Um, I think where people can sometimes get in trouble is they just continue to follow on the same, you know, follow the same pattern that they've done day in and day out for months, years, weeks, however long. Um, and just kind of on autopilot with nothing that's really exciting and whatnot. And that can kind of weigh on you mentally. Um, I think this is a really interesting time for folks to have the opportunity to, to kind of recalibrate and reassess. Like, am I happy at work? Like, am I happy with what I'm doing outside of work? And maybe if it's hard to actually put your finger on, like, what is the one thing that's making me happy is kind of reverse engineer. The question is, what is not making me happy, right? Are there trends or practices that I'm doing that, aren't really contributing to how I'm a best functioning individual um, or, or things that just aren't contributing to my overall level of happiness. So, you know, I think this is, again, a really interesting time to take a step back and say, you know, what are the things that I should be doing or maybe should not be doing so that, you know, I can continue to be a, a super happy person, maybe in times of, of uncertainty or, or not, you know, uh, times of not tremendous amount of happiness, but, you know, continue to get by on a day-to-day -day basis.
Yeah, I totally agree, hundred percent. So, talk to me about your skincare, hair, body care routine, morning to night. Quickly include products. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm a little biased. I use a lot of Huron. Um, you know, I I love the body wash. It's it's an amazing product. Um, I'm also kind of like hyper analytical, so I actually write the date every time I open up a new bottle, so I continually assess how quickly I'm going through the product, so we can use that to communicate with our customers. Um, so use that for body wash, obviously, uh, face wash twice a day, face lotion twice a day. Uh, I use the eye stick in the mornings. Um, it's a really great product cause there's a roller ball. So it gives you a little bit of a coolness. There's a cooling sensation in the serum. So it's a little bit of a kind of a pep you up type product. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, I experiment with some products that may or may not be in the pipeline for us currently. Uh, mm -hmm. so we're working on a few products on that front. Um, but yeah, no, it's, a uh, pretty easy. It's not drawn out. I think that's a big misconception for a lot of guys is, you know, you have to go from nothing to all of a sudden jumping into, into a 10 step routine. That's totally not the case. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm in and out pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, it's pretty easy. Yeah. For your hair, what are your products? Uh, we may or may not be working on something. Oh, so okay. uh, <laughs> we're, we're going through that. Honestly, uh -huh. for the longest time I used body lotion, which was oh, yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, but, I actually but yeah. do that sometimes. Like if I'm out of like hair product, I'm like just to tame my little like baby hair. So I'll just use my lotion and I was like, totally. Oh, it works. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. So yeah. But you know, we, we, we do have some new products coming out that we're really excited about. So again, yeah, may, may not be. One and, of and also SPF, right. May or may not be one of them. May or may not. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, which leads to my next question. What is something exciting in store for you and or Huron? Yeah, I think, you know, aside from, you know, uh, the build and the product assortment that will eventually roll out over the next few months, um, you know, we have a number of existing products that we're really, really excited about in the hopper. Um, but what's really exciting about those products is we kind of developed them or at least um, talked about the products in general with our customers. So we know that our guys lot want a lot of these products that we're in development with because we've heard that anecdotally and we've asked them, you know, like, hey, what else would you like to see from us? And I think you start to see some staples that would make a ton of sense for us, but also some one-off products would be like, wow, we never even thought about that. Um, so that'll be a really interesting thing to unpack over the course of the next six, 12, 18 months. Um, but also really start kind of start establishing this notion of a community. Um, we, you know, we're very fortunate enough to have so many customers sending in inbounds around what's working, what they really, really like, what they'd like to see from us, feedback on existing products. Um, and we've actually started to build the early kind of bones of a community um, and just been overwhelmed by the number of guys who actually want to contribute to something like this. You know, again, to an earlier point that we discussed, you know, five years ago, this would have been a really weird thing to talk about, right? Guys be like, wait, I'm going to be in a, you know, a Facebook group or an email list about my skincare routine. Like I don't even have a skincare routine, but now we're seeing, you know, almost hundred percent of customers opt into this notion of formulating a community. So I think that's a really, really exciting feature that we're, uh, we're excited to dig into um, in the very near term. Why do you think that has changed from like, you know, men from five years ago to how men are right now? I think there's just been a lot of um, breaking down walls and taboos around like what's okay to talk about and what's not, right? Again, like five years ago, it may not be cool to talk about like hair loss, but now you, you look at a number of interesting competitors or, or, or not competitors necessarily, but brands on the market who are 
making it cool to almost have like a him shampoo like in your shower whether or not you have hair issues or not it's just like very <laughs> cool branding right yeah um, and i think there's been carryover effect to the broader personal care broader personal care landscape which is yeah like maybe three to five years ago i obviously was familiar with face lotion but that really wasn't my jam or i hadn't really explored with things like that now guys are like yeah like i've used this for 18 months but i didn't really like it because i left my skin greasy and now i switched to this I mean, I think, you know, the, the learning curve has been accelerated tremendously and, and guys really have a sense for what's working for them and what's, and what's not. Oh, I love it. So where can they find you and learn more about you and Huron? Yeah, so we're on all the socials, obviously. So at use Huron across Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Um, and yours truly and our team of three are, uh, are manning those efforts. So it's pretty easy to get in touch with, uh, with us, um, you know, through those channels. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time, Matt. I had such a great time talking to you. Likewise, thanks, Joyce. I had such a great time talking with Matt. And although Euron is a men's skincare brand, women can use it too. I'll catch you guys again soon. And if you have any suggestions or just want to chat, feel free to reach me at hellobeauty.la or MUA. Those are my Instagrams. Or email me at team at hellobeauty.la. Talk soon.